Eric, welcome back to another episode of the show that you partake in with me. Yes, uh, that's those, right. For those of you that are uh, watching the live stream, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Take Easy Sports Show, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network, as as you can see with the Twitter feed that you're watching us on right now. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, thank you for tuning into that as well. Uh, Eric, we have quite the show tonight. Um, there's a reason that we pushed it back from normally airing on Tuesday. Uh, for one, you were very busy. For two, I was kind of busy and I had a really bad headache. It was a long day. Um, and three, uh, there were a couple things that I kind of wanted to see if they would happen today. Um, they didn't, but I'm expecting them to happen soon. Um, sure. A lot of the people are going to be here for that reason. We're not really going to get into that yet. We're going to make you guys wait and sweat it out. So uh, with that being said, Eric, we are going to talk about some basketball rankings, boys and girls. We're going to talk about some soccer. Uh, we're going to go into some of the 6A award winners because those were announced last night on Chili's show. And then we're going to have Chili on, actually. And he's going to break down some of the news that he's heard revolving some of these coaching searches going on with high, Arizona high school football. And I'm going to share some news that I know and what I'm kind of expecting. Um, I feel like I'm adam schefter right now man like i i have all this information just do you have up two phones yet i don't know no. i'm not kevin gates i'm not adam schefter um so um i think we just found what song we're going to use for the intro for the podcast version um <laughs> we'll see maybe uh but before we really you know get things going eric um quick shout out to all.net our sponsor make sure to visit their website uh but eric for you man i mean the last week what have you kind of been up to what have you been uh, covering uh, what's kind of been going on up there in uh, in Flagstaff. So I've been heavy into NAU basketball, as I have been since they started the season. Yep. Um, the men have had some COVID stuff. They're finally getting back to practice on Friday, but um, they, they have to miss their Saturday game, um, and they've had a few cancellations. The women have, too. The big sky all around is – is having COVID cancellations, but yeah. um, for now, at least the the high schools in Flagstaff, Coconino, uh, and Flag High have gotten pretty lucky so far. They haven't had to cancel any games as of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it could always happen, but just you know, same old thing: covering sports, going yep. to games, going to practices. You know the deal. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you. I was out at a practice yesterday, actually, Mesa Soccer, uh, having an incredible season. We'll talk more about them in a little bit. Um, But before that, and I don't know if this is what Jacob was getting at, because he just messaged me and he said, uh, thank you, Mr. Editor. I mean, Mr. Alvira. So I don't know if he was playing the Mr. part because I started teaching again at ASU the first day of class yesterday. It's the Adam Schefter reference. Oh, okay. he, He sent the email saying Mr. Editor. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. I get it now. I get it. Um, interesting. Right on. Deep cut. Um, Jacob, just to uh, just to let everyone know, um, you know, hang on one second. I think I got to remove Eric for a second. He's got to do something. A uh, little bit of career news just for me. So uh, I have to take a little bit of a backseat with Arizona Varsity in terms of like me being the managing editor and everything. Uh, I'm not leaving Arizona Varsity. Obviously, I'm doing the podcast right now, uh, but someone is going to step into that managing editor role just because uh, I am kind of taking on a new position with Arizona Cactus Football League, kind of helping out with their media stuff on Saturdays and doing stuff throughout the week, kind of being an Adam Schefter of sorts. Uh, so um, and if for those of you that don't know, that's the league I play in. There's my old helmet right there. 
EL rest in peace, coach Ed love. Uh, so, um, Jacob, I don't know who's going to be giving you the red pen treatment from now on, but, uh, I might jump in and help out from time to time. So bring Eric back on here, switch us back again. Um, so a little bit of career news, not anything like major breaking, nothing changes really, except for the fact that the show's still happening. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, yeah, we're not getting rid of the show. I think you'd have to like pry it from our cold. Maybe to the chagrin of some people out there. Yeah. Um, No, we don't have too many haters. I don't think so. I don't know. Unless they're just not vocal haters. They could be silent haters. They, they go to these, uh, uh, you know, message boards and have names like, uh, weird Al Arizona high school football lover. You know, I don't know. That was a made up name. I don't know if that's actually a name or not. Do you like but, Weird um, Al's music? I haven't listened to Weird Al since I was like 11. Oh, that's exactly the market that oh, okay. he goes yeah. for is young boys because they're hilarious songs yeah. for like, you know, what what is a 10 year old like doing more than making dumb lyrics to a song that they like? There isn't much. So I wasn't really listening to you, I will be honest, but I just thought of a really good name for like a message board or like a or like a fantasy football name, Weird Al Shankovich. Get it? Like Shank, Shank of Fiogle. Get it? All right. 6A Arizona High School soccer rankings, or basketball rankings, I should say. Like that transition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was that was not my best moment. Um, you were so proud that. of yourself. I mean, it wasn't too bad. I know Jacob's probably sitting there like, I would be if I wasn't on camera yeah. with his uh, pink bedroom and, you know, world flags behind him and everything. I know how Jacob rolls. Um, probably eating Culver's from work, some little coleslaw on the burger. You know, that's how he gets down. Um, <laughs> all right, Eric. Through a boys basketball ranking. So these are updated basically daily at this point. Yeah. So. Uh, the latest rankings were basically just today, Wednesday, 10 a.m. on the app, 12 p.m. on the website. Um, the app is free, so I really don't know why anyone even waits for the website to update. Um, number one is Valley Christian. Number two is Fountain Hills, followed by Yuma Catholic, Holbrook, Camp Verde, Coolidge, Gilbert Christian, Blue Ridge, Arizona College Prep, and Florence to uh, round out the top 10 there. So uh, just a reminder with 3A, they're the only conference that does not have the play-in tournament, but they have like 24 teams that actually enter into uh, the the actual tournament. They call that round one, and then they go from there. So uh, weird. I don't know why, but they also get the automatic region berths in there. So yeah, I'm not really well, sure each why conference, Each so conference gets to decide their own thing. So yeah, but they they're like... But they're the only ones that don't have the play-in tournament. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so um, there yeah. are kind of uh, there are kind of four or five teams that are way above the pack right now. Yeah, um, Valley Christian. Valley Christian. One of them. If you look at the 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 ratings, um, they go by their points. Valley yeah. Christian is a full six point two points ahead of anybody else. Number two, Fountain Hills, um, and then number three is Yuma Catholic, and yeah. You know who plays on Yuma Catholic? Our boy Richard Stallworth. Hey, man. He probably plays baseball too, doesn't he? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Those small school kids, they play a lot of sports. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, the, this Valley Christian team, I saw them at Section 7. 
Um, and I was extremely, extremely impressed with them back then. Uh, they have the Shaw brothers who have been very, very, very good for them. Um, and the, the Shaw brothers, of course, are the, the sons of, I believe it's GCU assistant coach Casey Shaw. And then I could be wrong on that. I can't, I can't remember. Cause I know he also coaches for like, uh, he, he's an assistant under, his brother who's the head coach. And then they also have an uncle who's the head coach at Baylor. Um, I just can't, their names are just escaping me right now, but uh, my intern drew uh, drew shot did a great job for me. Actually. Uh, he's going to be writing for me in the spring again. Um, he wrote a huge story on them in seven uh, in section seven. So uh, really, really cool. I'm going to see them play. I believe on Tuesday, they're going to be out there at East Mark. I'm going to, I honestly chose that game because I really want to see East Mark, but I also want to see the campus. Yeah. So <laughs> I haven't actually been out there and I, sure. I know that campus but, is crazy, but Valley Christian has beaten three, a teams. They beat yep. four, a teams. They beat desert Ridge, a six, a team mm-hmm. in a, in a tournament in late yep. December, uh, battled with Centennial only lost by 11 to Centennial. Who's yeah. one of the best teams in five, a that's impressive. Yeah. And uh, one other player I want to uh, mention too, Jalen Lee actually transferred in from Canada because of all the COVID stuff that was going on there. Um, and they were basically shut down, weren't allowed to play anything like that. He's come in, he's a six foot five forward for them. And he has been fantastic too. So, um, you know, it's I joke around about Valley Christian, especially in football saying like, oh, they're always number one, always number one, but then they fall. The basketball team kind of has done the same thing in the past couple of years, but I honestly think Greg Hagsma has the team this year that will go all the way. Um, I don't, I don't see how they're not the favorite at this point. So uh, all they have to do is basically just keep winning. And right now they're eight, no in AIA play. And I'm pretty sure they only have like one or two tournament losses overall. So they're, they're yeah. definitely well on the way to uh, competing for that three, a title. Uh, moving on to 4A, Eric, do you have them pulled up? Do you want me do you want to read them? Or yeah, I'll, them? I'll take a look at yep. it. We're doing the top 10, right? Yeah, just top 10. So number one, Notre Dame Prep. Number two, Deer Valley. Number three, St. Mary's. Number four, South Point. Number five is Cactus. Number six, Mesquite. Number seven, Peoria. Number eight, Canyon Del Oro. Nine is Paradise Honors. And 10 is Saguaro. Um, so a couple of things to note really quickly. Um, let's be honest, top three teams in this 4A bracket or 4A conference in general, St. Mary's, South Point, Paradise Honors. Yes. And then the rest of everyone. Notre Dame Prep having a great year. Deer Valley, I know Jacob saw them. They're having a fantastic year. Mesquite's always good. Cactus is having a good year. Take nothing away from those teams. But St. Mary's, South Point, and Paradise Honors are basically the front runners in that conference. Yeah. Whoever doesn't have to play one of those two in the semifinals has basically a trip to the championship game, in my opinion, on lock. So, you know, I think eventually those are going to be the top three teams. St. Mary's two losses in AIA play are literally to Brophy and Bishop Gorman. Yeah. So if you look at the average opponent rating, everyone else is like a one, a two, three for the highest, but theirs is an 11.28. Like it's ridiculous the level of opponent they've played. Yeah, um, and competing with, and even looking at Paradise Honors, Peoria is one of their losses, but Peoria is a good team, uh, and then St. Mary's by two points. So yeah. we're talking about a potential, like, you know, preview for a semifinal matchup. Um, all the rest of their scores. I mean, 
you know, some of these teams, I understand you really can't, you know, uh, you know, bank on this too much. But I mean, they scored 112 points against Yuma. They beat a good Dysart team by four. They beat a good Buckeye team by like 14. Uh, they blew out Greenway, blew out Desert Edge. I mean, this is the Paradise Honors team. This is a good team still. Like, mm-hmm. I know people are going to see those two losses and be like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, oh, they lost to Peoria. Look, this team is probably going to be in the semifinals again. So, yeah. Blessing New Otite, um, River Bell, mm-hmm. Matthew Henry Harrison, Jason Ernest. They've got some real good players there. Yeah. Um, and those aren't even all the great guys. Blessing New Otite, I think, is probably one of the top three or four um players in the AIA overall. Um, yeah. Really, really, really good guard can do everything. Six two. Yeah. I think they're they're a really, really solid team. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um Mesquite really quick, Nate Calmis. Remember how good he was as a sophomore to junior? Yeah. He uh man, I'm so glad that he stick around. You know, a lot of these kids when they're really good as young players, they have that risk of being, you know, poached by these prep schools. Yep. Uh but Nate Calmis has stuck around and he is the unsung leader of that team and he's going to get that Mesquite program I think deep into the playoffs, honestly. Yeah. Um right now only loss was to Gilbert who is arguably one of the best teams in the state, let alone 5A. Cuz Gilbert's beaten everybody this year. Yeah. And I and when I say everybody, I and mean, we're going to talk about Gilbert but they, they look, they somehow lost a three point game to Buena, but that was at Buena. That's a far drive. They lost by two to Apollo, which is a very good team. They've beaten Hamilton. They've beaten an, a previously undefeated Higley. They've beaten a very good Millennium team. They took down Mesa. They beat McClintock. They beat Apollo to get back at him. They beat Ironwood. I mean, these are the, they beat Perry. Like th- this Gilbert team is ridiculous yeah and that's mesquite's only loss and it was by what three no 13 points so i guess mesquite did lose to hamilton by three but yeah. still that's a good loss too another another team that's worth mentioning is cactus at number mm-hmm. five um they're yeah. kind of having one of the turnaround seasons they're seven and one um have played they played at notre dame prep and lost in double overtime beat bradshaw mountain who's a really solid team yeah. Um, the Prescott, who's another solid group. They went four and ten last year, the Cobras, and now they're seven yeah. and one. So they're almost at double their win total, like kind of halfway through the season with mostly yeah. region play coming up. It's impressive. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh let's move on to five A really quick, Eric. So at number one, we do have Buena. So there you go. Buena's a good team. Uh at number two, you have Sunrise Mountain. You have number three is Gilbert. Number four is Higley, followed by Castile, Catalina Foothills, McClintock, Millennium, Apollo, and Ironwood. Um I mean Buena's sched- Buena's rating is like a full point above Sunrise Mountain in the two spot. Um, I don't know how Gilbert's rating is only 15. But if you look at Gilbert's average opponent rating, it is, aside from Millennium, head and shoulders above everybody else at 8.19. Millennium has an 11.79 opponent rating, and I would be willing to guess it's because, yeah, Ironwood, Bishop Gorman, Rock Canyon, Centennial, Gilbert, Cathedral. Yeah, I... I, That team always plays... Besides last year, when there weren't the same amount of tournaments and everything, they always play really tough competition. It makes them tough in the end of the season. Yeah, Jacob just uh, messaged us and said, "I think 
two teams from 5A Northwest will play for the title. I got to go double check. That's got to be... That's who? Ironwood, Sunrise, yeah, Mountain, Sunrise Mountain, Apollo, Centennial, Ironwood. Apollo, yeah. There's some really, really good teams there. So Jacob is, in, is no slouch either. They're no, not ranked not as all. high as everybody else, but they can they can play. So Jacob right now is completely writing off Gilbert, who, like I said, has beaten Perry, has beaten Apollo, has beaten McClintock. Um, I don't know how you completely write off Gilbert. I don't know how you completely write off a Higley team either. That's ten and one right now. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about that one, Jacob. Especially if those Northwest teams get into the same bracket, same side of the bracket, I should say. Uh, I don't know. I, I look from what I've seen from Gilbert right now. I think they're my favorite to win the title. They're really, really good. They're We've talked so about good. Nico Pentelute before. Um, kid can play every yeah. every aspect of the game. Um, yeah, and they're so well coached. You know what you're getting out of that team. Yeah, and and Jay Casario, man. He just he's so fiery. Like he has so much passion for the yeah. game too. Um, like you said, well coached. I mean, him and his assistants, like they're such a good, good group of coaches right there. Um, anyone that goes through that Gilbert program is, is getting some of the best coaching experience that you're ever gonna get as a player. Um and who is it? I think it's KJ Perry. Yeah, KJ Perry, the junior guard there. Uh he reminds me a lot about Doc Self. I know we've yeah. talked about him before already, but um, every time I see him play, he gets better and better. Along with How about Nico. Catalina Foothills at yeah. number six, they their whole starting lineup was seniors last year when they won the five A championship. Now they're number six; they're eight and one. Um, yeah. They can, I mean, they've made a complete turnaround to that roster. We'll see once they start playing some even tougher opponents down the line, and then maybe into the playoffs. But can't bat your eyes at eight and one. Yeah, only loss was to a six A Tucson team that was undefeated up until it played Highland. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, then, On February 2nd, um, Catalina Foothills will play at South Point Catholic. So that'll be a really good one. And that's actually – that will be a rematch from the uh, Dick McConnell Thanksgiving Classic. Looks like yeah. they played uh, November 27th, and it was in favor of South Point, 63-55. to 55. So pretty close yeah. game overall. I mean, that probably came down to, like, Catalina fouling at towards the end, and then South Point just hit the Yeah, that's the thing with game. basketball scores. If you don't watch the game – a 15, a 12 point game could be close and just a few yeah. free throws down the line. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Anything above 12 is when you're like, eh, maybe it wasn't so close. Yeah. But anyway, but even, you know, 11, 10, 11, yeah. 12, like realistically, they can be neck and neck and then just a yep. little scoring run at the end. 100%. Uh, 6A rankings, go for it, Eric. 6A rankings. Let me pull these up. Yep. All right. As of today, Number one, uh, no surprise, is Sunny Slope, um, the defending 6A champions. Number two is Mountain Point. Number three, Perry. Number four, Brophy Prep. Number five, Highland. Number six, Tucson. Seven, Basha. Eight, Pinnacle. Nine, Hamilton. And ten is Liberty. That is a stacked top ten. Yeah, and then right outside of that, you have Desert Vista, who's actually been playing very well lately. Yep. Um, man, you know... There, there's those certain favorites in 3A, in 4A, and 5A. I don't know about 6A. I mean, obviously, no. you can say, okay, Perry, because of what they have. And Perry's only going to get better as, you know, some of their younger players like Koa Pete get used to the speed of the game, everything like that. I mean, let's be honest, he played very high-level club ball, so he probably is already used to it. 
Um, but I mean, like you said, Sunny Slope, no surprise at number one. Mountain Point, really no surprise being in the top three. They've played for a title two years in a row and they returned almost everybody. Um, yeah. except for like Jason Kimbrough and Zaraway Williams, which are don't get me wrong, those are two huge, huge players to lose. But they returned Mark Brown, they returned True Washington. They added players, added some transfers, some very key transfers that are going to be very good. Both yep. of the Price boys are back. Um, and then, you know, one of my favorite players, Anthony Jaramillo. I yep. know I did that. You've always loved the way he played, and I he agree is, with you. He is a bulldog on the floor, man. His defense is incredible. He can shoot from anywhere. He'll put his head down and drive to the lane. And he coming. he's coming off of a torn ACL. So this is a kid who truly just... I was I, I I did that story on him, you know, before the start of the season, and he was just mm-hmm. so so thankful to be a healthy and to be back. Uh, you know, Kamar Price over there, the head coach KP, he told me that he has to kind of dial him back a little bit, but that's just because that's how Anthony is. He just wants to go a hundred percent all the time. That's the way he plays. Yeah, he's a nuisance in practice, but also his teammates love him. So yeah. you know, um, Jacob asked us. Besides Perry, who do y'all think is the biggest threat in six A? to preventing a sunny slope mountain point battle again for the title. Uh, I would say definitely Brophy. I would also put Hamilton up there and Highland for sure. Uh, Pinnacle has been playing very well as of late, and I don't think you can count out Liberty either, to be completely honest. No, I mean, I'm with you there. Yeah. Uh, Tucson, I haven't seen enough of them. Um, They're also, their opponent rating isn't nearly as hard as some of the other teams as well. That's the thing. We don't know how they're going to be against yeah. some of the similar competition that a lot of these top teams play. Because really the only similar competition that they have this season was against Highland. They lost by eight by 17 points. Yeah. Um, again, anything over 12, you're not necessarily a close game. So um, and, and at that point, too, it could have been a blowout and, you know, whatever. But um, so, yeah, I mean, Tucson's opponent rating is one point five compared to. Sunny Slope being at 7.2, Mountain Point 7.4, Perry 9.4. You get the picture. Um, yeah. Definitely the lowest in the top 10. So um, Tucson could make a run. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I do think to answer Jacob's question again, uh, Brophy at four, Highland at five. Um, Hamilton, I think, is probably up there in the top four, top five best teams. And then you have the Pinnacle, you have the you know, the liberties and you have the um, bashes as well. I mean, bash, I don't even think I mentioned Basha, but that's always a good program too. So um, a team outside yeah. the top 10 that I don't know if they'll challenge for the top, but I think could, could upset someone in the playoffs is Mesa. Mesa three uh, mm-hmm. lost to sunny slope by nine. Yep. Um, their opponent rating isn't that great. They just haven't played a ton of the top teams yet, but yeah. eight and three uh, number 14 Mesa, I think is going to, at least play someone tough in the first round. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you can't count out Scott Stansbury. Nope. Uh, you can't count out uh, Talbot Cumberd. He's a very good player. Um, so yeah, no, I like that Mesa team a lot actually. And even Mountain View. If you look at Mountain View, I mean, six and two in AIA play have a few more losses in the tournaments, but they've played like Valley Vista, who's very good. Uh, Perry Pinnacle. Um, you know, they played Regis Jesuit, the Mesquite team, a Brophy team, South Point Catholic. This is a battle-tested team, and they've got, like, three or four football players on it, and they're, like, all linemen or, like, Jackson Bowers, who's a six-foot-five tight end. So um, 
if you want to get into a physical battle with this Mountain View team, good luck because uh, my money's on Malaki Taase over everybody. Um, but yeah, that Mountain View team can surprise some people. I mean, that's the team last year, Eric, that beat Mesa when they were the number two seed. Yeah. So, right. I mean, you know, anything can happen there too. Uh, let's move on to the girls. Uh, let me go to girls. All right. Starting off with a 3A, uh, number one is Holbrook. Number two is Gilbert Christian. Number three is Paige. Number four is Winslow, followed by Alchese, Sabino, Wickenburg, Thatcher, Window Rock, and Parker. Um, I'll be honest, Eric, I don't know a whole lot about any of these teams. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> except, mean, a lot of them. Except, the- I will say Alchese is always very, very good. I think, Yeah. I don't remember if they played last year or not, but two years ago before COVID and everything like that, when the small schools were at uh, VMC, Alchese was there. And I think they won the title, didn't they? Yeah, that sounds and Paige. right. I, and I Paige as well. Right. Page is right up there as well. Yeah, Page is a team I saw over the summer uh, mm-hmm. in one of the tournaments. So I haven't seen them during the regular season, but they really move the ball well. They play yeah. great team defense. Um, their only loss is to Winslow, who's also in the top four. And uh, yeah. they're they're just solid. I, I would not be surprised if Page is right up there. Well, Page also, I think, won before last year, I think, won like two or three titles in a row or they were involved in two or three championship games. Um, and those schools, by the way, if you have yeah, never page, page won the tournament last year, last year. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you've never seen some of those teams from up North, like the Navajo nation and all the, you know, the tribal schools, um, man, they're fun because yeah. one, they play, a. obviously you have the res ball. Um, some of them play that way. Some of them don't. That's so much fun to watch. Um, but more than that, I mean, their fans just travel so so well um i remember they they were looking at different venues last year before vmc i mean vmc was filled because of them um but yep. they were looking at different venues and i think they had to choose mesquite because it was the only gym big enough to accommodate all of those fans and even then it was still full and it, they yeah. couldn't do it and that's a big gym too it's a huge gym so yeah i mean it, that those those teams are so much fun when they come down here to play. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward. I'll, I'll definitely be at probably all the games, uh, mostly just to kind of see what the atmosphere is like, because I think it's going to be really fun there in February. Um, looking at 4A, Eric, I'll let you go ahead and read those off. Yeah. 4A, no surprise in these top two. <sighs> number one, South Point Catholic. Number two, Seton Catholic. Um two teams that played in the final last year. Number three is Deer Valley. Number four, Saguaro. Number five, Mesquite. Number six, Paradise Honors. Seven is Flagstaff. Eight is Estrella Foothills. Nine, Notre Dame Prep. And 10 is Saguaro. So yeah. it was Saguaro. Yes. The Cougars were number four. And yeah. Scottsdale Saguaro were number 10. Wasn't it Alyssa Brown for Saguaro who was really, really good? That was that her name? Right. Alyssa Brown? She was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but... No surprise that that team is still up there in the top four because they're pretty much good every single year. Um, yeah. Deer, Deer Valley is always up there as well. Mesquite, of course, um, under Coach Gonzalez. I mean, she's fantastic over there as well. So, um, But, you know, Jacob, if you're going to ask me who the top two are in this one, look, South Point, Seton Catholic, write it in Sharpie. Those two are going to play for the title, I think, for again, right? Second time in a row, second year in a row, something like that. Yeah. Um. So... The team is the team I think could challenge, and 
this is partially because I've seen them a bunch this year is Flagstaff. Um, mm-hmm. They're number seven. They're six and one right now. Uh, and their only loss on the season, not just in AIA play, but in general, is at Seton Catholic, and they lost by four at the beginning yeah. of the season. Um, yeah. They've won two tournaments since then, one in uh, Nevada and one they hosted. Um, have just been beating up on everybody in 4A since then. I would not be surprised if they go the rest of the regular season without losing another game um, before yeah. the playoffs. They have a tough one against Paradise Honors, who they beat in the tournament, but this is a regular season game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them be a top four seed. Just, I, I guess it depends on strength of schedule, but mm-hmm. I think they're gonna their defense is going to to lead them to yeah. some good things. Well, and like especially when um, you know all the all these teams, all these rankings come out like like literally every single day. Yeah, they're gonna sort themselves out. Yeah, it's not it's not like the football rankings where it's weekly and people get freaked out because oh there can't be that much movement in a week. No, basketball they play like three games a week. Sometimes there's gonna be a ton of movement. Um, looking at uh, the five A, so we have one number flow uh, number one flowing wells, uh, followed by Millennium, Sunrise Mountain, Catalina Foothills, Canyon View, Cactus Shadows, Gilbert, Cienega, Fairfax, and Nogales. Um, Millennium has to be the favorite, right, Eric? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They've won the last three of them. That's true. Yeah, and they've got uh, they were a young <laughs> roster last year. I think Gilbert has a chance to challenge there. Um, I think Sunrise Mountain has a chance. I, I like to see Canyon View up there because man, that school is doing some special things over there, despite not being very old. Yeah. Um, so Sunrise I, Mountain is a team you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, they're going to give them a tough battle. They played yeah. last year. Um, really, really tough game. Sunrise Mountain, in a similar way, was really young. They only had one senior on the roster last year yeah. um, and made the semifinals, I believe it was. Maybe the quarters um, lost to a Verado team who was really, really good and mm. gave it to Millennium. Um, yeah, that, that team is, is really tough. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll let you read off a very top-heavy 6A ranking. Yeah, Um so number one is Valley Vista, two is Xavier Prep, three Hamilton, four Cibola, love the Raiders, number yep. five Westwood, six Desert Vista, seven Pinnacle, eight Sandra Day, nine Mesa, and ten Mountain View. Um, Valley Vista probably the favorite. Let's be yes, honest. they have to be. Um, Xavier is right up there as always, and then Hamilton. Yeah, I mean. We could very well see a repeat with Hamilton and Valley Vista again. I would be not. I would be surprised if it's not those two in yeah, the championship. Exactly. Uh, Westwood always a good program as well. Yeah. Um, Desert Vista is kind of on the on the up and up now. Uh, last year they did better, um, but this year they're really starting to gain some traction there. Um, Pinnacle's always good. O'Connor's usually good. Mesa's usually good. I mean, really, no surprise. The thing with these no. basketball schools is. It's always kind of the same school. I mean, obviously the football, same thing. It's always sometimes these same schools. You have a couple sprinkled in that do better than others or better than, you know, seasons past. But um, a team to also look out for, though, is Dobson. Yeah. Um, right now, only three and two in AIA play. But if you actually click on their, you know, schedule, uh, this is a team that has won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're ten and three. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Dobson's always very good as well. Uh, Westwood and Dobson for sure own the East Valley region in 6A in girls basketball. Um, and last year I saw them play in the quarterfinals and it was a fun, fun matchup. And they actually play, I think, actually, I think they play tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, or tomorrow night, one of the two. Let me double So check. another team to look out for, you mentioned the East Valley, tomorrow. is Perry yeah. and number 14. Yeah. Um, they are currently six and one. They just haven't played a lot of the top opponents yet. But once yep. they get into region play more, they'll start playing Hamilton, Chandler, um, yeah. Chandler. Yeah, they'll play some tough teams and their strength of schedule will go up. And if they can win some more games um, while playing that tougher schedule, it's going to look good for them. Well, and especially because they play Xavier. Yeah, they and play Perry, Xavier. They play yeah. Hamilton. They play Chandler. They play, I guess, Hamilton twice. They've got two this week uh, in Nevada. I don't know anything about Bonita Vista or Rancho Christian. Uh, from California, but I can only assume they're pretty good if they're playing in this tournament. So it might take a little bit for them to sort themselves out, but as you said, it always does. Yeah, for sure. Um, Eric, let's talk about some of the soccer teams really quick before we bring on Chile. Yeah. Um, Desert Vista got a huge, and we talked about them last week, but Desert Vista got a huge, huge win over Brophy on Monday. This Desert Vista team is not messing around. Yeah, there are, if you look at the 6A boys rankings, it's crazy. There are the top seven teams all are undefeated. Mm-hmm. And partially that's due to schedule because yeah. obviously they haven't played each other in the regular season yet, but it just means there's some really quality soccer going on. Yeah. Well, and then if, even if you look beyond that into like the tournaments and everything, Desert Vista still hasn't lost. They've had two yeah. ties and that's it. Um, and then, you know, you look at Tucson, I haven't even seen Tucson's schedule. Tucson hasn't lost either in all the tournaments that they've played in. Um, yeah. and they've beaten some good teams like Sunnyside. Sunnyside's always up there. St. Louis, I think only has one loss, two losses to Washington and to Hamilton in a tournament. Um, and then basically the usual suspects of Chandler, Perry, Cibola, Dobson's having a great year. So that Dobson team, along with, I think Mesa, who's sitting at number 10 right now at three and one. But they're thirteen and one on the year, and their only loss is to San Luis. So it's just those tournament games that don't really count are kind of hurting Mesa right now. I've actually got a story on them coming up this Sunday. Um, so, and then you have Chaparral, who's at number nine, which is ridiculous because we all know how Chaparral is. Yeah. So you mentioned Mesa. TJ Hagen is an awesome coach over there. He always has yeah. those guys ready to play. They they don't always go super deep in the tournament, but they. Even if they lose in the first or second round, they're really giving it to some teams, yeah. making it difficult. Oh. And I think with the roster they've got now, they could compete. Well, not only that, but they actually had uh, four or five players that left last season because of the whole COVID thing. Um, they played an MLS Select, which, as you know, you cannot play in your high school season when you play for yeah. MLS Select. So uh, three of them actually came back. So now they have their top two defenders back in Gabe Gutierrez and then Easton Elzinga. And then they've also got um, Abdiel Beltran as well, who is basically their, actually not basically, he is their leading goal scorer. So along with, you know, Jordan Hagen, who is TJ Hagen's son, he's had like eight shutouts this year already in goal. So, I mean, really just, this is a very, very well-rounded team. Um, And I think Easton, when he was talking to me, he put it in the right way. Teams are no longer going to look at Mesa and be like, oh, okay, 
they're they're going to be like, oh, okay, hang on, wait a minute, we got to prepare because this is a good team that we're about to play. So yeah, um, Mace is definitely up there in teams. I think that can really shock some people and yeah, make a run at that title. If you play good defense and have good goalkeeping in a one game tournament, you can win. Like yeah. you've seen it from all sorts of levels of soccer, you know, even the highest high levels of pro, the best teams are the ones that play good defense and have a hot keeper. Yeah, exactly. So uh, 5A, eh, well, Sunnyside, Campo, Castile, the usual. The usual, um, absolutely. Yeah. Looking at 4A, Prescott, Saguaro's having a good season. Cortez is always very good. Notre Dame Prep is always good. South Point Catholic, of course, is always good at everything. Uh, and then 3A, uh, ALA Gilbert North, always great. Valley Christian's always good. Thatcher, Phoenix Country Day, uh, Coolidge, a lot of really good teams in that 3A conference as well for the boys. And just very quickly to go over the girls' rankings, Eric, uh, starting in 3A, Ben Franklin, Northwest Christian, Sabino, and Phoenix Country Day are the top four teams. Um, Eastmark making a run, man, four and one. Scottsdale Christian's right up there too, always a good program. And then ALA Gilbert North as well as number, at number nine. Yeah. Um, 4A, this is kind of where your uh, your bread and butter is, obviously. Notre Dame Prep is currently number one, followed by Prescott. And then you've got your Flagstaff Eagles and uh, Lee Williams, which is also a team that you've seen a couple times in football, at least. Yeah. Um, but Mesquite, Saguaro, Paradise Honors, Walden Grove rounds to the top 10. Uh, Sal Point's still up there at number 12. I mean, just, you know, very, very good teams across the board and, and basically all these conferences. And when you look at 5A and the girls especially, it's always, always top heavy with Campo Verde Castile right up there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, Campo Verde, you can never, ever count them out in 5A girls. No, never. They're always in it. I think they made the semifinals like – every year since the school opened i mean yeah. not really but you know what i mean um and and it's funny because coach drew over there he coaches both teams boys yep. and girls so i remember just, it was what was it two or three years ago that he coached one game after the other it was the girls yep. and then the boys game or maybe the other way around it was um, the semifinals the final. no he semifinal. made, they made the finals in both oh that's what it was uh, oh yeah and then who was it? i think boys i think won, the girls, girls won lost. boys girls lost. won boys lost yeah Bizarre, and the man. boys had won the year before, so it's not as if they yeah. are a schlub. Yeah, either. yeah, he's got rings. He's got. I think he already filled both hands from the boys and the girls, maybe. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking at the six A's, so Liberty. Uh, I know Jacob's happy about that one at seven and zero, number one, uh, followed by Perry, always good. Desert Vista, always good. Red Mountain, always good. Chaparral probably the juggernaut of the six A conference, and Xavier along with them in Hamilton. Um, Again, the usual suspects, really. Let's be honest. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's kind of a little look at the uh, winter sports and everything going on. Um, Chili's waiting. I think we should. Chili, can we? I, I know you're. I know I can see you. No one else can see you. Uh, do you want us to run through some of the six A winners really quick, or do you want me to bring you on for that? Okay, cool. All right. So some of the six A award winners in football. So. These were announced on Chili Show. I'm not going to announce every single one of them because we want you guys to go to ArizonaVarsity.com. I'm assuming they're going to be in the forums and also an article. Yes. Okay. So please subscribe to see all of that. Um, some of you already know you won, so we're just kind of repeating. Uh, player of the year, unanimous decision. Nico Markial, quarterback from Hamilton High School. Offensive player of the year, 
Mr. Demond Williams from Basha, the very, very talented sophomore quarterback over there. Defensive player of the year, unanimous decision. Jacob's happy. Jack Stam from Liberty, my favorite defensive player I think I've seen this season. Yeah, um, He is just, whenever I see Liberty play, I know I can always count on tweeting about Jack Stam at least 10 times. Yeah. Um, I hope he finds a good spot yeah. somewhere for, for college I hope so football. too. I hope so too. Uh, two-way player of the year. Just committed to Northern Illinois, awatuki.com slash sports. Go read my article. Amir Boyd Matthews. He mostly goes by Amir Boyd uh, from Mountain Point. Very, very talented. Made the switch from quarterback to wide receiver and defensive back and never looked back. That was a lot of backs. Um, <laughs> offensive underclassman of the year. Goes to none other than Miles Lockhart, the very talented sophomore defensive back over there at Basha. Offensive, uh, what's the OB? I can't remember what these are called. Um, oh, breakout player of the year. Offensive breakout player of the year. Uh, Lennox Lawson, that name should sound familiar to those of you that are football fans. Yeah. Uh, from Red Mountain, obviously, he's had like three brothers go through the program. I think two, but you get the point. Um, Family. Defensive, yes. Defense, uh, defensive breakout player of the year. Unanimous decision. My Kale Gardner. The fantastic, just blow up your offensive line, defensive end from Liberty. Um, Coach of the year goes to none other than Travis Sherman of Queen Creek. Very happy for Travis. Absolutely. Look, I know know people make fun of Sandy for saying my favorite. Honestly, one of my favorite people I've ever met in my life. In all honesty. He does a good Um, job. And he's just such a good person. Yeah. Just a great person. Um, This one... I have to admit, this one hits home to me, Eric. Assistant coach of the year. My former offensive line coach, Terry Fair at Highland. He's been doing it for 30 years. He got a title. Now he's got an award. Look, when I, I'll be honest. When I saw his name, I put him and that's it. I didn't even put anybody else. Chili can attest to that. I literally said, if he doesn't win this award, there's a problem. And he won the award. Fair enough. So there you go. A little bit of favoritism. Sorry about it. Um, (laughs) Look, man, I had to. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I think probably the last three that we'll go over. uh, QB of the year, Gage Daly from Highland. Super, super talented. If there's any college coaches listening, can you please go offer this kid? Like, look, we just had two sub six foot quarterbacks in the national championship playing for Alabama and Georgia. Go get Gage Daly. He will do the same for you. Running back of the year, Peyton Barlow from Queen Creek. Obviously very talented. I mean, just a bulldozer. Uh, and then wide receiver of the year, the last one that we're going to announce is uh, the a unanimous decision, Christian and I are the very talented wide receiver from Hamilton. So that leaves tight end of the year, team offensive line of the year, offensive lineman of the year, defensive lineman of the year, uh, linebacker, cornerback, all that stuff. Go to ArizonaVarsity.com, subscribe, Go into the forums, go to see the article. You'll be able to see all the winners right there. And a couple of those were unanimous decisions as well. Um, And yeah, some of them aren't really going to be that much of a surprise. All right. So before I bring Chili on, I teased, what, a week ago? That this Arizona high school coaching carousel could very well get crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Without going into too much detail, um, 
I am fully expecting Perry to announce a hire this week, which will open up another job somewhere else. Um, I'm fully expecting Corona to probably in the next two weeks, at least begin interviews, I think. And we're going to talk more about Corona because Chili's got his sources of it. It's Chili, of course. Um, so he's got his sources. He's got names that people connected to Corona, not necessarily admins, but people from Corona that they want to see there. Does this mean that they applied? Probably not. I don't know. Uh, that remains to be seen. But Chili's going to bring on, I'm sorry, Chili's going to mention some of those names. Um, the Chrisman job. I've heard a couple names attached to that one. Uh, one of them, former East Valley coach. That's all I'm going to say. Do they start next year their play? Yes. Yeah. I think what they're going to do, I think Chili and I were talking about, I think they're going to do like a JV first. Then they're sure. going to do a freshman varsity. And then what, varsity, JV, and then everything in like four or five years, something like that. Yeah. Um, kind of like with Mark and then. Yeah. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. West um, Point did that as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. One, two. Well, Skyline's going to be hiring someone pretty soon here, too, from what I know. Uh, I actually believe it or not. I don't know. I don't even know any names connected to that one. So I couldn't even tell you if I wanted to. Me. Uh, yep. Tempe is close to hiring some people. I know a couple of the candidates I think that put in for the job. It's a good list. That Tempe program should be on the up and up after this. Um, but you also have who Trivium Prep out in the West Valley. You have yep. Michael Spencer just announced he's retiring. Yep. Uh, Camp Verde in another part of Arizona. Um, who else do we have? Combs. Obviously, that's another interesting one. Um, but there's going to be two that I know of two more jobs that are going to open up here. Um, some of them might be shockers. So stay tuned for that. I already have a story written. So, well, I already have two stories written, three stories written. They're just ready to go. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the phone call. You know how many I have written about coaches? Zero. This many. That's I'm relying on you and Chili and all the guys that – are on the inside to tell me these things right on uh so yeah uh this stuff will be coming out soon i don't know exactly when uh i i've always look i've always written stories well in advance i don't know when any of this is going to happen um i could get a call right now so i don't know when but just to be on the lookout things are in the works things yeah. are happening it's gonna get nuts a little nuts so uh let's bring them on chili Oh, what no, up, no. up? Hey, no, 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 yeah, no. no. The, you go right back down. Head of the table, y'all know the deal. <laughs> hey, this is exciting. What's going on, fellas? All right, man. How are you doing? I'm it's doing been a while. Well, oh, I mean, it's been. Chili, a, it's, can I get a at Enuman Rights? Just do it sweater, or yeah. did you custom make that oh, yourself, or what? No, so I DJed a Super Bowl party. Uh, hmm. I DJed a Super Bowl party in Houston when the Super Bowl was out there. And uh, Nike made the hoodie like they were cool. doing they were pressing up all sorts of custom stuff. I dig it. Event. It was pretty legit. It was cool. So whatever official Nike hoodie. I think like if you look at the tag, it's all Nike. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I could technically go put like a Zach just do it on this. You could. You could. It wouldn't yeah. be like official official. But I mean, you know, it would be legit. It would be legit. Yeah. No, I mean, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. I'm put I'm like. Not- 
put like put like ZA right here. Hey. Put like a little like pen and notebook right here. I mean, shoot. On the back, it has to say the Z Man in all capital letters. I actually have a shirt uh, that uh, my team made, and it does say my last name, my number on it. Is that close enough? Hey, that's legit. That's even better, I'm, man. I'm looking at it right now. It's hanging up because I, I want. I didn't want to dry it in the dryer. So I mean, our fantasy football league had everybody taking your name and doing yeah. something weird. So you know, shout out to everybody that did that, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, who would use another man's name as their name? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, we're so ridiculous with that. Um, but yeah, hey, uh, you know, first thing, hey, real quick, real quick. First things mm. first, you know, not breaking news or anything like that. But I want to make this clear to everybody out there that tunes into Arizona Varsity Programming, uh, the Take It Easy Sports Show, uh, Chili's Two Piece. Um, look, man, I don't want to hurt feelings, but me and Zach been passing back more information like schoolgirls and notes like for real like yeah i don't want to hurt feelings but seriously like zach like me and you have been been talking about like the coaching changes coming up uh not mm. particularly but what we actually know and that we can't are, say yet right that that, but there say. are some power jobs that will open up yes. um, i'm going to kind of tease that because i see so many people on twitter right now acting like they're breaking the news hey look me and Zach are just saving it so we can drop those bombs like, you know, you know, like, like. Funk I'm going to scoop you guys just so you know. <laughs> That's fun. We're waiting. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sure. No, I don't know anything. I'm sure the Arizona Daily Sun is going to love a story on Corona del Sol. Yeah. It'd be very <laughs> interesting for their readers. Yeah. They, who? Who's that? <laughs> Which is really the point of uh, bringing me on, right? Because uh, yeah. you know, I do have a source on campus over at Corona del Sol uh, that has informed me that they have their own list. After making the Open two years ago during the COVID year and after winning back-to-back -back region titles, they would like Corona del Sol to be known as a football school. They got a super tough 2024 class coming up, a uh, loaded 2023 uh, class, uh, some 25s out there, and a strong 26 class coming in. They would like to be known and taken seriously as one of the big premier football schools in the Tempe region as the Tempe region tries to follow the Chandler region. So um, I have heard that they have compiled their own wish list of coaches, which I kind of think is absolutely amazing because three years ago, uh, two years ago, we would have never thought that Corona would do something like this. They would just mm -hmm. take whoever applies and maybe take the best candidate, maybe get it right, maybe not, whatever. But I have heard that they are uh, taking this very, very seriously, and they have a wish list that is uh, not starting with, but, you know, uh, on that list is Coach Gill with the amazing job that he did over there at Sierra Linda at 7-2. They are highly interested in bringing him in to possibly lead these young group of athletes and uh, see what they can do. Also high on that list because they have what I believe is a 2024 flamethrower at quarterback. They are very, very high on uh, Coach Barrow from Casa Grande and the job that he did with Angel Flores. Um, also, following up uh, Coach Coach Barrow from Casa Grande, they really love Coach Hare and the job that he did with Ty Thompson and Gerardo Signs. And they think that, you know, he could uh, do some wonders with Connor Ackerley. Um, so, you know, my source on campus is telling me that those three are kind of at the top, but not far, you know, not far behind and very much in the conversation. Coach Fell with his experience over there uh, at Mountain View and um, Coach Alcantar, uh, you know, who mm -hmm. I guess was an assistant coach over there uh, at Canyon View. And 
Everybody knows the job that he did uh, at Cesar Chavez. My man was absolutely amazing, put together some phenomenal classes. And if we don't have the COVID year, we are talking about them being in that open division playoff and possibly shaking everything up this year, just so everybody knows, just so we're clear on that. So, hey, it's exciting times over there, Corona. And I know, look, to be honest, uh, not breaking news or whatever, but, you know, they, they want in on the on the Coach Ortiz sweepstakes. Uh, coaching conversations and interviews, I think, are taking place next week for Corona del Sol. But um, I, I think they feel like they're not really um, in the sweepstakes. I think they, they, they feel like, you know, uh, you know, Chan Chandler's going to get what Chandler wants and uh, things like that since uh, Perry already opened up interviews or whatever. So they're way ahead of the way ahead of the game. So, look, I, I am super I'm super excited to see what goes down over here. Uh, at Corona del Sol, right down the street. This is going to be a uh, good times over here in Tempe, especially for my man uh, Zach Alvira, who does all the coverage here for uh, you know obviously Mountain Point, Desert Vista, uh, and those schools. So what affects Corona del Sol will ultimately affect those schools a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, it's a it's a domino effect because some yeah. of the yeah. ones that might be in contention for one might mean that somebody has a better chance at another stuff like that and you know it kind of starts down it, it starts from that 6a level those high 6a teams and kind of starts to you know go down a little bit from there hey i'm just wondering like if if uh coronel del sol is able to pick off one of these coaches uh you know who trickles down over to tempe maybe um i've heard uh carrie taylor's name thrown out there as he's applied for jobs and stuff like that so you know i'm, I'm highly interested to see what happens over at tempe also yeah, and you know, it's funny that you mentioned Perry too, because um uh like you said, they've already interviewed. They did interviews Monday and right. Tuesday, from what I know. Um, you know, usually schools have like panels and it's like a you know, five, six person panel. According to someone who like knows what Perry's doing a little bit, yeah. they had like coaches and parents and admin and like other teachers. Like apparently it was like like you you know, like, um, what's the uh, Bo water boy? You know, when Bobby Boucher goes into the room, it's a big room, sits oh, right yeah, in the yeah. middle, and it's just like <laughs> the people in front. Imagine that, but like they were like wrapped around and just right in the smack that middle where the, the candidates that were interviewing for the job. That's funny. That's intimidating. Yeah, that's 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 wild. That's intimidating. That's wild. And then, uh, if also from my source who it's been pretty good to me so far. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they called back two or three finalists actually today. Okay. Um. So you know, a decision could come. I think as soon as Friday. So we'll see what happens there. Um. I do. Do I know the names? Yes. Am I going to say the names? Absolutely not. Oh man. No one's no one's getting anything out of me. So. Oh man. Um, I, dig I dig that. Look, if this was like college and stuff, like fine like what you know pete thamel and like you know obviously nfl adam schefter ian rapport what they all do yeah i'd be like okay according to sources blah 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 high school's different i can't really no for sure yeah like yeah. i don't want i don't want to be the one that tells kids hey your coach is interviewing for this like it's not yeah me. hey and and look tempe hasn't even opened their interviews up this no. is just an on-campus source that Colonel yep. Delphi told me they want. This is what they want. This is the type of coach that they want. Yeah. I think that this is a this is a really, really good thing for that program as they try to, you know, really build this foundation. Yeah. All schools should kind of follow suit. Like, look, man, if you're looking for a coach, you gotta have some ideas out there. I know that uh 
the AD over at Cardoso has done a great job in uh, mm -hmm. gathering the kids and talking to them about like, you know, what kind of coach do you want? Uh, I know they have an internal candidate, uh, Walker, who they're very, very high on, which I think if they go internal, uh, which is a possibility, that that will be the guy that gets the job. And, you know, even if they even if he has to, you know, kind of like uh, just jump in the interview process, he, he still might be the one. I mean, he's got coaching experience yeah. and uh, super talented. So, you know, I'm, I'm just excited for Corona Del Sol to bring some uh, excitement down rural road. So just to kind of do another disclaimer, the names that Chili just mentioned, they're not names that have, as far as we know, applied for the job. This no. is what Corona is saying. Okay, we want a coach who is a state champion. Okay, uh, Jake Barrow. Scott Hare, both have done very well with quarterbacks. We've got Connor Ackerley, who is, like you said, a very good quarterback. We want someone that can do something with those type of guys. But we also want a, a coach that can come in here who shows that they can develop and build programs back up. There's your Nate Gill because of what he's done at Sierra Linda. That's exactly what we're talking about here. And then, like you said, Chili, the internals. Okay, familiarity is huge, of right? Course. Coach of Walker. Course. Familiarity yeah. right there immediately with the program. I mean, I said it all. I mean, look, Mountain Point brought back Eric Lauer. That's familiarity right there. 100%, yeah. 100%. At least with the parents, with the admin, everything like that. That That's familiarity right there. So, I mean, even if you look at Desert Vista with Ty Wisdom, yeah, he was an outside coach, but he brought back basically that entire coaching staff, aside from just a few. Right, Derek, right. Derek Kennard remained with the defensive line. Um, you know, you had, uh, Sean, Sean Morin, who stayed with, uh, as the offensive coordinator, um, you know, he brought in his, some of his own guys, but you still had Bryant St. Cyr, who was still there. Who's a DV alum who right. stayed on and helped out with the staff as well. I mean, you know, the continuity and the familiarity for these kids is everything, especially when you're at the high school level, especially for these juniors that don't want to have to learn a brand new system especially as seniors, coming COVID, especially coming off that COVID year too. Exactly. I mean, a lot of a lot of these kids struggled, you know, just going through the season, yeah. regardless of you know being eight and zero, like Colonel yeah. or being you know zero and seven or whatever, like right. that. like yeah, you know, just going through the struggle, like you know they didn't want. It was good that they had they retained a lot of the staff over there at Desert Vista. Yeah. Hey, th this is going to be exciting times, man. And you know, Zach, you did you did put it out there a while ago. You did put it out there almost first, I think. Hey, coaching carousel is going to be wild. Hey, it's yeah. going to get wilder. Buckle up. Uh, like a crash test dummy, this is going to be absolutely insane. And I can't wait, man. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun to see, you know, who lands where. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be very busy. Yeah. Yeah, you will. By the way, hey, great article on Amir yeah. Boys. And I absolutely love uh, what he's been able to do. Uh, even yeah. D from uh, Nevada and taking the opportunity at Northern Illinois. I think this is going to be a great opportunity for him. And uh, Eric, yeah. you're absolutely killing it up there in the Northern region. I can't wait Appreciate to, you know. It. Uh, see more stuff. Uh, obviously, you know, I pay more attention to football than anything else. But uh, Zach's going to take me some basketball games. So, you know, I'll, I'll see uh, some of these guys hooping. Yeah, I got to get him out to a soccer game, too. Yeah, there's going to be some there's going to be some kids. I might be writing some football stuff in the next couple months. Uh, local kids committing, doing that kind of thing. So you might see some football stuff coming out of my okay. area. What's it called? Speaking of soccer and that stuff, uh, Hurdle Queen, uh, Ariana Graney, the picture taker person over at Castile. She's dragging me out to watch, I think, like a girls basketball game at Castile. So, see, I'm trying to show love. I'm trying to give love back. I want to show love yeah. to more sports than just football and just boys basketball. So I'm trying to get out there a little bit. I'm trying to be like my guy, Zach Albira and Kevin McCabe and, you know, Eric Newman and stuff. So, see, I'm trying to do my part for the community. Yeah, I'm not the dean, though. 
He's he's on his own level. No, but you know, you're 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 like you could be like a baby dean. Nah. Bean. I'm good. He's the bean. Yes. Yes. He is the bean. Zach, can we call you the bean from now on? Look, I don't know. This is this is probably more for our like anything goes, not safe for work podcast that maybe is coming soon. Um but I am half Hispanic, so that's probably not the best thing to call me. Oh man, I'm gonna stick with Z Man. That's okay. fine. Okay. I just I like the bean though. Bean I might like bean, bean might be pushing it a little bit. I mean, I don't bean, mind, but you just I never think know. Anybody would have known until you brought it up and made. Yeah, it I over. wasn't thinking race. It was well, like I know baby Dean. Can we? Can I know. We be homies, like come on. It's all good. Yeah. Way to ruin it for us, Zach. Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that. No, I, I played. I played Eric's role. Usually, he ruins everything. That is when? true. When you ruin when everything, ruin. fantasy football. Time. You ruin the fun out of fantasy. Nobody football. cared about that fantasy football. League. I did. No, I'm just in Fine. general. I'm saying Two in people general, cared about that fantasy football league. I'm saying in general, you always just suck the fun out of fantasy football. Yeah, because it stinks. It's stupid and boring and. Nobody, that's the worst content ever is people talking about their own fantasy football teams. Like, hey, I picked up Kyler Murray this week. Oh, what do you man. think? Like, Come no on. one cares. First no one's all, ever been like, oh, I wonder what Zach did with his fantasy football team. Let me first of see all, what the content is. Wow. First of all, if anyone picks up <laughs> Kyler Murray in the middle of the season, then they can brag all they want. Eric went full on hater mode. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See. I'm just saying fantasy football content when it's just here's what happened with my team and who I picked up this week. No one cares about. <laughs> Man, that, that was a full on hater mode. Hey, can we yeah. bring it back to happy hater raid? Hey, the Knicks beat the Dallas Mavericks, ended that six game win streak. Uh, the Dallas the Dallas Mavericks have the GOAT from their draft class, Luka Doncic. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, y'all know the deal. Y'all know Get the out deal. of here. Hey, hey, the Knicks you know, are good, man. I enjoy no, the Knicks. He's, you know, he's, he's talking crap about DeAndre Aiden again. I know what he's doing, but I wanted to take the positive route, and I think Kemba Walker's a great fit there. Like the no, COVID positive route? He is. <laughs> uh, Jacob said Eric is playa hating. He is. He is. Where is Jacob? Where is, where is my coleslaw loving friend? Like, Scooping I'm, the coleslaw. Hey, you know the deal. He's probably in the back of the of the Culver's, just you know, getting it by by the spoonful. Do you like guys remember on SpongeBob when Squidward wouldn't admit that he liked Krabby Patties? Oh, oh and he goes, "You like Krabby Patties, don't you?" Yeah. Squidward? So someone needs to be <laughs> SpongeBob and be like, "You like coleslaw, Jacob." Uh, admit it you like coleslaw chick uh jacob said and i quote tell chili that trey young still lives rent free in the garden of slaw i don't know what that is oh geez come on come on hey he does live rent free i'm not gonna lie about that he is our new reggie miller he is our new reggie miller but hey would you guys eat a krabby patty if you had the opportunity it's just a burger yeah why not well they have those candies it's like the gummy candy right but but that's that's different It's just a burger. It's called a Krabby Patty. Not the same. It's just a burger, right? Yeah. Under the sea, so it's wet. But I'm sure it's... Okay. Let me... Supreme Skittles? Where does one just get Supreme Skittles from? That's awesome. 
Do they taste different? I don't know. A little bit. They they all have box logos on them, so. Oh, they they taste like money. (laughs) They do. They might. They might. I haven't. I haven't actually opened a bag. Should I open one bag on the show? I want you to. You know what? I want you to do chili. I want you to open one of those boxes of shoes behind you. Oh, you want me to? Do one. Yeah. You want me to? All right. Hold up. Hold up. All right. We'll do, By the we'll way, do, one bag we'll of those opening. Skittles, one bag of those Skittles is $15. All right. All right. What I will do is, uh, all right. $15? For a bag one? of Skittles. Which one? Okay. Uh, keep, going, keep going. Keep that going. Keep going. Keep going. Stop. You want this yeah. One? Yeah. Oh, you wanted the big box. That one's bigger yeah, than the other one. Because that one could be a Jordan 1 box. Okay. Hold on. Let me turn this, this around one. while I, All right. while I grab the yeah, Don't knock your whole wall of things down. Um, hey, while while he's doing that, Eric, uh, really quick, how cool was it to see Keely Ringo get that interception to see the awesome. championship? Yeah, yeah, that was a great. Um, yeah. You know, Georgia, the, they kind of overplayed the underdog thing because Georgia has a lot of five-star recruits, including yeah. Keely Ringo on that team. They've got a lot of talent. They, I mean, they were the best team all season. They lost one game yeah. that they didn't need to win against Alabama because, regardless of whether they won or lost, they were going to. They get were going, the yeah. Um, yeah. So Alabama needed that one more, but the, I mean, Georgia proved they were they were the best team in college football. This yeah, year. Right, well, I Ringo was a big part of that. Yep, absolutely. All right, Chili. Right. <coughs> I will tell you, it is not Jordy's. Ah. Oh. Are any of them, George? Oh no, these are all the ones from StockX. No, this is actually straight. Uh, this is actually straight from Adidas. Oh, they're. Oh, never mind. I don't know. Get a Nike box. Get a Nike box before you do that. Get a Nike box. Oh my gosh, this guy. Nike you box. already picked Zach. No, because I know what those are going to be. They're probably just going to be like foam runners or something. Actually, I don't know if that's what they're going to be. Well, you don't. I don't think you would buy NMDs or Ultra Boost. Okay, so. No. Well, I guess if I have to insure, is it a sneakers box? I want I want one from sneakers. You know, I got fresh kicks recently. Would you get the the New Balance Air Dads? Wow, thirty five dollar Nautica snow boots <laughs> for Flagstaff. Super shade. The 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 Nike Monarchs, the Air Monarchs. Wow. Those are too expensive. My man, fully hating. All right, I don't blame you. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good, guys. Jacob finally got a Valley jersey for the Suns. So now he has uh, a team for or a jersey for every team that he loves, which is basically every single team out there that has ever won anything. I do use my trusty Supreme uh, pocket knife for all my. Got to have a good pocket knife for all my. So. Wholly underrated to have a good pocket knife. Okay. Is that uh? Is that Leia? Is she trying to say hi to me? Woo! Yeah, this is this is this is Leia definitely trying to say hi to you. Is it a good one? Is it a good one? Is that why? Woo! So what we got here? What we got oh, it's here an off-white dunk. Is we got these off-white dunks with this custom box? In case you're not familiar. What lot is? Wait, a custom box? Oh yeah. Okay. What's yeah. the what's Did on the tag? All that Nike logo? No, that's how it comes. Oh. It, that's how it comes. What's on the tag? It looks like a four-year-old drew that. I believe oh, you. Okay. But uh, I'm just saying that Nike logo is garbage. I'm sure the shoes are great, hey, but that have, box logo ha, is have some re- Have some respect, bro. Virgil just passed away. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, RIP Virgil. RIP Virgil. Did but. he draw that? 
He's the creator of these shoes. Sure. And then it's I don't know that he created that logo. Eric, then. Eric, he's the owner of this house. <laughs> <laughs> this is lot number six of 50. Okay. Yeah, those are nice shoes. I like those. But I'm not right. going to get off the thing that the, the Nike logo on the box looked like a three-year-old drew it. All right, let's play Guess That Price on StockX. I don't know, lot six. I mean, it's probably, I'm going to guess. I'm gonna guess it's probably like between like I'm gonna say like four hundred and fifty dollars. Didn't you buy them? Or three hundred, three hundred and let, let me go three hundred and seventy. Let me go three seventy. Three seventy. What size are you? Uh, ten and a half. Ten and a half. Oh, you are. Wait, last sale five oh five. Oh dang. Okay. Yeah. Got me a little heat. Got me a little heat. Hey, those are know. nice. And those are at the bottom of the pile. How long were those sitting there? I don't know, a month. Oh my gosh. Cut the little two months. I don't know, maybe three months, four months. Do you know. do you cut that off or do you keep it? I keep it, but I keep it in the box. I don't Yeah. Know. I wouldn't wear it on there either. Personally. There's only one that I wear it on because I already like weaved it into the shoelaces, but yeah. I'm a fresh man. Hey, I talked to Spencer Rattler and he told me that dunks are his flavor right now, which I know that kind of matches you because dunks are like your flavor right now. So is South Carolina a Nike school? Uh, Under Armour. No, they're Under Armour. He's gonna be he's rocking those back Steph Curry's. Hey, well, he gonna find some heat. I'm sure he gonna find some heat to wear over there. So yeah. he's kind of fresh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm about that life. I'm about that life. Um, what have I gotten recently? I've gotten the cool grays. I've gotten. Oh, I haven't showed anyone what I got from uh, Urban Necessities, Chili. Oh, you haven't. Not on here, no. Yeah, break them out. Yeah, go ahead and show us if you're on the shoot thing right now. All right, hang on one second. Sorry, Eric. Here's my I, Nike skateboarding uh, shoe I've had for four years. Hey, you got some SBs. I feel it. They're the Gato, which I think means cat in Spanish, right? Yeah. Yeah, were, were, you, were you a skater? No, they're just really comfortable shoes, and they were at uh, – they were at one of those uh, discount shoe places, and they fit. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's my heat, Zach. I've got a Nike skateboarding shoe for $40 or whatever I got them for several years ago. Nike skateboarding? Yeah. I like it. I'm sick. Wow. All right. All right. What do we got? So first, first things first, not very crazy, but I did get the cool grays. See, also I got like a that. brown glove here, Carhartt. <laughs> Carhartt right. came pre-packaged from Amazon.com for ten dollars. Nice. Just some heat. Carhartt. All right. Okay, I'm done. So Chili and I went to uh, Vegas, obviously yeah. for the game. Yeah. Um, there's a certain store out there in the Caesars forums. Yes. That's called Urban Necessities. Yes. I couldn't resist myself. Shout out to my guy, 2Js. I've been eyeing these for a very, very, very long time. Like, very long time. I finally decided to go for it. So, by far, my favorite, favorite shoe that I have right now. Those is fire. Those is heat. I like it. Yeah. I like it. What's the name of those? These are the University Blue... Jordan 1, high OG, whatever you'll call them. Yeah. Yeah. Retro. 
retro retro yeah those ones are fire i just yeah. finished reading literally yesterday uh michael jordan's book i'm trying to remember the name of it um it's with him and he recaps his career and most of the jordan brand stuff and has a lot of the people that also did jordan brand things uh talking about kind of the the creation of the process it was really cool um not okay. enough to make me spend the money on Jordan shoes, but oh, they look on. nice. Come yeah. on, Eric. We got we got to get you in a pair. We got to get you in a pair. If you pay for them, I'll take them. Oh, dang. <laughs> um, I'll let Zach do that. That seems like yeah. a Zach's deal. So. Hey, that's a, that's a smart offer because if you said, okay, I can do that, then I would have been like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. I'll, I'll um, let Zach do that. I'll let uh, Hey, I will say that my buddy got the uh, what the handcrafted ones. Remember the ones that I would that I didn't wake up for in Vegas. Um, they are they're real. They're great in person. Actually, actually, I should see if he's. Hang on, I can see if I can grab them really quick. They're legit, man. I mean, I I love the way they look. I saw I saw them uh, over at Guest List in Arizona Mills, and they're clean. They're they're very very clean. Yeah, driven from within is the name of the book. It's 2005, so it's Jordan from within. been a while. Driven from within. By Driven from within. Hmm. Oh, is he your roommate? Is it your roommate that? that yeah, got? yeah. Oh, yeah, is he into it too? Is he into the sneaker game? Okay. A little bit, yeah. I don't know if he's here though. I'm not no. just gonna go grab him. Let's go run in his room and then. Oh wait, I think he. You'll never know. Hang on. Unless you I think, watch I think I think we're gonna get lucky. Yeah. Oh. Dang. Let me see. No, I just need the okay. Well, here so special. He's he's a size like four what? Four. He's like a gigantor. Size forty. Um, Fourteen. So oh. here's the custom box. Well, custom. You say his like, feet are okay. eight feet long or whatever. Cool box. Those are fine. And then these things are these things are crazy. Um, you know what they say about big shoes? What big feet? Big feet. Yeah. Those are clean, man. Yeah, like, I like these a lot. In hand, in hand, they look way better than like. On yeah. camera, like, and the laces are really cool too because they like change from like the black to the pink. Like you can actually see right oh, there where it changes. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I like I like these better than the biohacks. I'm glad I didn't buy the biohacks. Well, I mean, not glad, but I'm mostly glad I didn't spend the extra money that I didn't need to spend. I got in this Vegas. new notebook. College ruled. <laughs> Thank you. Paper didn't want to spend for the uh, didn't want to spend for the perforated things to rip it off. So I'm going old school. But um, I got a, let's see, I got, I got a new stapler. Dang. Is that um, the, is that the stapler five? Yeah. Uh, I've got the Associated Press style book. <laughs> All black edition. Associated hey, maybe Press. you can let Jacob borrow that. That way. <laughs> Look, this, this won't even save Jacob. Um, What else do I got in here? Oh, I got the, uh, let's see. Shout out to uh, Coach D. Will at Highland. I got the outwork, the known. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, where is it? We got the Icebreakers mints. Two dollars, Safeway. I got the portable charger. I got the iPhone charger. Dang, portable. we're killing it. Um, let's see. I got I got the Fiestable credential. I got the tweed shoelaces. Ooh. I got Chili's killing this game. I got my my gym hat. Um, I got these batteries. I got the I'm guaranteed ring. Really fun. We should end this before we bore. Everyone. Last but not least, I got the championship ring, baby. There you go. Oh, hey, I can't beat that. Yeah, there it is. All right. 
I can't beat that. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me yep. on. Uh, shout out to everybody. Folks up forever. Y'all know what it is. In all, all seriousness, right. your shoes are cool. I just like being a I hater. <laughs> I just like being a hater. All right, Eric. At it. I have a skill. We've gone way longer than we have in like the past like few sh- well, not few shows. We spent the last twenty of- minutes talking about shoes and me being a jerk because I didn't have anything to add to the conversation. It's a very fair point. Uh, best thing you ate in the last week? Go. Best thing I ate in the last week? I forgot we did this. I got completely off track. Um, <laughs> made myself a breakfast burrito. Eggs, like little bit of chicken, shred it. I, I made it. I just grilled some chicken, then shredded it, and then sauteed it a little bit to give it that that texture, some potatoes, and um, put it on a nice warm tortilla. It was pretty good. I need with a little bit of with a little bit of tomatillo salsa to, to give it some flavor. Okay. We've gone way too long, but really quick, best hot sauce. It's a tough one. I my personal favorite. It's got to be Tapatio. Tapatio is good. Or Cholula. I'm with you on those. I yeah. also really like Valentina's. Is a really Valentina's good. Valentina's is very good. Yes. I like green Tabasco. Red Tabasco see, sauce is gross. Yeah. See, I don't like red. It tastes too much like pepper. It just straight red, Tabasco doesn't taste like anything. It's just chemicals that make it hot. It's yeah. not a good tasting thing. I'll take yeah. the green if it's the only option, but I'd rather have a Cholula or Tapatio or like even it. an Old Bay. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, Louisiana's isn't too bad, but Louisiana's yeah. more towards more for like, like, um, I, I don't quote unquote American cuisine, not necessarily. Yeah, it has like to be the, a certain yeah. type of food for it to be good. You can put yeah. Cholula on just about anything and make it. Good. Yeah, exactly. It's Same not with really like. Hot. It's not that spicy. Um, it just adds flavor. Flavor. Yep, exactly. Uh, same with like Frank's Red Hot. Yep. Yeah. Very different type of food you have to put that on. Yep. Uh, for me, Eric, it is probably what I'm about to eat right now. Breakfast for dinner. I'm going to do eggs and the uh, Kodiak protein pancakes. What is a Kodiak protein pancake? It's the Kodiak is the brand, and then it's mm. a protein pancake, so it's dig it healthier. I don't know. Are they just like regular flavor, or do you put other stuff in them? Uh, like, no, they're, put they're definitely, bananas and whatever on there. I don't have any banana, so I'm just gonna run with uh syrup, probably sugar free syrup, something like that. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, sweet. Well, uh, obviously a lot, a lot to come with the Arizona high school coaching searches. Um, a lot to come with the winter sports season as it's now the second half of the season. Um, stay tuned to Eric's Twitter. Stay tuned to my Twitter. Uh, you can follow us both at, at Zach Alvira at Uniman Rights, and then obviously follow Arizona Varsity at AZHSFB and at Arizona Varsity. Make sure to give a follow to Chili at Just Chili. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I think that's how he does it. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in uh, for an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Have fun editing this one, Eric. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, in all seriousness, thank you guys all for tuning in as usual. Um, and Eric, I know you're probably going to have some last words, so I'll leave it at this. I will see you all uh, next week. You got to read to write um, for the young journalists out there that want to get into the business. Read a lot. Find your favorite authors, your favorite journalists. Um, they can be Zach. 
his stuff's green. Um, but yeah, get into a habit of doing it. That's probably the best final words you've ever had. I don't know. I thought the Mewtwo quote was pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>